Welcome to the Cycle 365. On tap for this week, we got lots of good material for you, starting with top five quarterbacks of all time. What? I don't know what that means. Pretty right. funny. It's episode 13. Oh, right? good to know. Okay, there good is, to know. I, well, I now was asking know. you a question. I, yeah, I saw you fingering the air over there. Pause. Okay. But <laughs> anyways, top five quarterbacks of all time. Yeah. We're gonna do. We did. We did running backs last week. We really did. We're gonna do quarterbacks this week, and then we're probably gonna do linebackers next week. So stay tuned for that. Or you know, we haven't even discussed like what that. we're gonna do. Are we gonna separate it between inside and outside? No, we should do linebackers. Ooh, that, that's tough. We'll figure it out we'll, then. Yeah, we'll work out the logistics. That's not for them to worry about. Yeah. But anyways, quarterbacks. quarterbacks. Cody, Cody, go ahead. Cody, go ahead. Okay, yeah. So we're gonna do the same thing where we just list them off. Bang, bang, bang. And then we'll yeah, talk five about it. We'll talk about them. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll rotate around the table. Yeah. Did, were we supposed to have an honorable mention too? I have to do honorable mention. I do mentions. too. Okay, I do too. So, okay. All right. My top five in order. Brady, Manning, Montana, Elway, Breeze. All right. Okay. Montana. Interesting. Joe, in case yeah, you Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, Probably Hannah. short for Joseph. All right. <laughs> um, are we... Are we going to talk go about it or do you want to just go? All right. Yeah, so mine, ahead, agreeing with Cody, I have Tom Brady at one, as sad as it is. I have Tom Brady at one. Also, I have Peyton Manning at two. My difference is I put Drew Brees at three. Mm-hmm. Brett Favre at four. Ooh. And Dan Marino at five. Oh. Wow. Okay. We, okay. <laughs> that's that's pretty close. I think we're, we're pretty close here. So I got number one, Tom Brady. Two, Joe Montana. Three, Peyton Manning. I put Elway at four and then Marino at five. And then Breeze, or, well, actually, we'll talk about honorable mentions well, later. you were about to say Breeze was your honorable mention. Yeah, I, I was going to say Breeze, and then I considered Michael Vick because he's Michael probably Vick is, the Michael best Michael Vick is my threat. honorable mention. One of my honorable mentions. Yeah, yeah. He changed the game. Yeah. At he, the quarterback. Yeah. He's one of the best dual threats. I mean, you know, there are other dual threats like Randall Cunningham, too. But, like, Michael Vick was that dude. I, I left him off because my two honorable mentions were Favre and Marino. Favre deserves to be in there, but I'm not going to put him there for a lot of reasons. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, yeah. Anyway, so we have a consistent... A, a consist- so all of us want to swallow Buckshot because we all put Brady number one. Yes. So we can yep. just stop talking about him, right? <laughs> I mean, there's the no argument. He has the yeah. most, most rings. He's leading in almost every statistical category. Yeah. Unfortunate as it is, like I said earlier, he's the best quarterback of all time. Would you agree? Yeah, no, easily. Yeah. He has the Good. most rings, the stats are there. I don't think there's much to argue about. Yeah. But I mean, he's already at one, so yeah, let's move on. Thanks, I hate it. All right, okay, number two. Number two. Jesse I and I agreed. agreed we both had Peyton Manning. Manning at number Peyton two. Manning? And where okay. did you have Peyton Manning? Three. He's, he's at three. Because I had three. Joe Montana at two. Okay. Because I feel like, I mean, Montana has those rings, and so I'm kind of... You know, I'm biased towards uh, quarterbacks with champ, you know, quarterbacks, leaders with championships. I mean, Joe Montana, so, Joe Cool. Yeah. You exactly. could argue that he changed the game, too, with the West Coast offense. Oh, no, he did. And, like, I mean, that whole the whole team and coaching staff, not just Joe Montana, did that as well. But, yeah, of course. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I have Joe Montana, too. I really, I really thought about having Peyton Manning at two because, like, 
for the longest time i've been like not as big as fan but i was a huge fan of just like him and like the manning family and how they approach the game and respect it and all that and yeah. so yeah i i considered him it was it was really close hey manning me. is one of the best football minds ever oh yeah if not the best football yeah He's, he's just, you know, he's a really smart guy. He's an intellectual of the game. There's there's not much to argue there. I'm still waiting for him to coach. Yeah, he'd be a great coach. He'd I be did, a great I did, GM I think too. we talked about it earlier in an earlier episode, um, but I'm pretty sure didn't we talk about how John Elway's trying to purchase more of the team and then wasn't there rumors that Peyton Manning was going to step in at that VP of player operations? Yeah. I mean, he's better at recognizing talent than Elway at this point. <laughs> Heck so. yeah. yeah. Speaking he of John Elway, John Elway didn't make any of our lists or any of our honorable mentions. Yeah, he did. Wait, he made some <laughs> He made my list. Oh, I was kind of surprised. Number four. You guys both had him number four? Oh, wait, you had him too? Yeah. I didn't hear you okay, say okay. that. Okay, my bad. <laughs> so you I, just, I, went, I didn't have him. Elway agrees. Okay. Because I think if you take Elway's talent and you put him in that Montana, in that 49er system, he wins 12 Super Bowls. Oh, yeah. Like, well, okay, just, not not twelve, but like you know, yeah, he wins probably well, at, yeah, maybe close to as many rings as Montana. I mean, he won at least. he won the two, but that was near the tail end of his career, and he was kind of carried there by Terrell Davis. But he still made clutch throws in the playoffs. Yeah, and the helicopter is one of the most iconic plays in NFL history. Yeah, because he really wanted it. But dude, those teams, like okay, the three amigos is like only a big deal here in Denver. Yeah, because. Still Dude, don't know look, who they are. Exactly. <laughs> Simon doesn't, doesn't even know who the three amigos are. Yeah. They're just local Would legends. Would you like to enlighten? Yeah. You should, yeah. You should tell Simon. Go so, ahead. Yeah. You've told me before, but I don't remember their names. Maybe even I need a refresher because <laughs> I'm too young. Okay, I'm pretty sure it's, is it, it Mark it, Jackson or Johnson? Oh. <laughs> okay, well, we know. Okay, I have their football cards because it says the three amigos on it. Well, see, if you Google Three Amigos, they're not even the first things that come up. Yeah, it's probably a It's a movie with Steve Martin. Okay. <laughs> Here's the funny thing. If you would think about the Three Amigos, how what I would say would be Joe, John Elway, Terrell Davis, and Rod Smith, but that's not it. No, I'm talking about Mark Jackson. I got that one right. Vance Johnson and Ricky... How do you say it? Is it Netslow? I'm not sure how to say it, but I knew that it was Mark Jackson and Vance Johnson. But like those guys, okay. Moral of the story here: they're never case, going to be mentioned. No one knows the them. No. Yeah. Like, Wait, then why are they a big deal? Because those were the three guys that caught passes from John Elway in the '80s. Yeah. Oh, okay. So exactly. those were like, the guys on the other side of the ball. But they're only—they were only a thing because of John Elway. Is the point that I'm trying to make? So yeah. like they're like basically all Eric Decker types. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They're more like Brandon Stokely's. Oh gosh. That's okay. Yeah, I, I, mean, like, I get the about, picture think about now. Giving him a guy like, like even a Corlin Sutton playing right now, or like a Calvin Johnson if you want to go a little older, or even go farther back, Randy Moss. Like give well, him a Randy Moss. Even Rod Smith was probably the best receiver that yeah Elway ever played. Yeah. And which yeah. Rod Smith should be considered for the Hall of Fame, by the way. Yes. Probably. Yeah. But. But even then, again, he's it's not. because of Jonathan. It's not Jerry Rice. Yeah. You're right. No, that's true. No, yeah. I mean, I have a lot of respect for John Elway. Like, obviously, I'm not a Broncos fan, so I don't have bias here. But yeah, no, he he was that dude. He was a bad. He was a bad dude back in the '90s and whatnot. No. I feel like he gets a bad rep as like a coach killer. 
because of the whole Dan Coach? Reeves thing. No. Well, well, he's a great quarterback. There's a lot Bad of things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Jesse, do you think that his front office actions have influenced whether he's on your list or not? <laughs> no. Because we're talking about I'm quarterback. Sure. We're talking about quarterback. Um, I don't know if you're just mad under the surface. <laughs> no. Because we're talking about a quarterback. Um, okay. But you didn't. Did you have Joe Montana on your list? He's an honorable mention. Wait, Joe Montana? So I had Dan Marino have... to. Wait, See, wait, where? At five. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I have Dan Marino at five. <laughs> I feel too. like I just left Marino out because of the ring thing. Yeah, I don't uh, know. Because as much as like, okay, I guess for me, like for me, I Dolphins seems to change. Obviously, I care yeah. about championship, but at the same time, I look more at stats. I'm a stats guy, so. I mean, it Marino just blows everybody out. Stats. Oh yeah, too. this dude. Montana, but. Yeah, this dude yeah. Marino threw 44 touchdowns back in the day when you know you were supposed to ground and pound that ball. Yeah, and he like, was also throwing to clowns like Mark Clayton and stuff. That's true. Mark Nobody Clayton, knows if you that. Hear this. Please don't beat me up. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say, but yeah, no. I mean, nobody really knows these Dolphins receivers either. So Marino was doing a lot of good things. A lot of people don't remember this, but he definitely ripped up that Bears defense that one time. Yeah, and he, if, was, he was their only loss oh, yeah. that season. And he, the Dolphins were about to play in that Super Bowl. Yeah, too. if they played in the Super Bowl, I think they would have beat them bad. Probably. I think they'd beat them bad. You know, because they'd expose them. Because they were very, you know, front heavy. And I know that was, like, the way to go back in the day. But, you know, if Marino played that... It, Changes probably would have come a lot faster if uh, again you know, put, got a put again like we just said about with, with John Elliott put Dan Marino in the Joe Montana 49ers offense. He's winning just as many rings as them. Too. Yeah, I think he might win more too. Yeah, so. there's an argument there. Well, see, I just that's part of the reason why I put Elway above Marino because you know always team you could make the same argument. Not not good like the Dolphins, but Elway still made it to three Super Bowls. He got. Destroyed in those Super Bowls because you know the rest of the team was exposed, but yeah, but he still won though. At the end, one yeah he, he won yeah. two. Yeah, he won two at the end, and, and he that's got why MVP too. Yeah. True, and that's why he's up there for me, you know, over Marino. Yeah, as sad as that. But anyways, yeah. the last guy on the list that we haven't talked about, but all he's all on our list is Drew Brees. Yep, yeah. I have him at number five, but if he wins another <laughs> ring, I'll put him at two. I'm at three. Yeah, I, he he definitely jump into my uh, top five. Probably top three if he if he got him. If Just he think about how ring. undersized he is for a quarterback. That's true. He okay. He did revolutionize. I'd say you know the quarterback position from like a size standpoint because back in the day everyone cared about like how tall you were. That's why Jamarcus Russell got drafted first, <laughs> which is which is idiotic. It's stupid because if you could ball, you could ball. And so Drew Brees, he definitely. <laughs> change that narrative to a degree i don't know if you know kyle murray i feel like kyle murray, yeah. russell wilson yep russell i was thinking russell wilson before kyler murray yeah. but yeah yeah kyler murray too you could throw in baker mayfield he's yeah. not that tall either you know a lot of quarterbacks a lot of quarterbacks you know he he paved uh you know that way for them not only in the nfl but college too you see a lot of you know smaller quarterbacks, quarterbacks in yeah. college yeah so He's, yeah. he that was hard for me to leave him off, but I felt like I don't know. I felt like I couldn't deny Marino's stats. I and mean, Breeze well, has passed better all of stats. stats. No, I know, but like <laughs> Marino's stats, as in like back in the day, in the time he was playing and whatnot, and like you know the the cultural football impact 
as well that's there. Yeah. I mean, Breeze is probably going to retire as the all-time passing yards leader. Yeah. yeah. He was, while everyone else was trying to get that one 5,000-yard season, Breeze just kept throwing. Yeah. Like, 5,000, 5,000, 5,000. Oh, and, yeah. Makes you know, it look easy. He's had he's had some good guys over the years, but I say Thomas is his best receiver. Yeah, he's oh, yeah. Had. He still has no oh, yeah. no stellar receiver. Like, well, he's had a bunch of, like... Michael Thomas, but other than well, that, that's, that's saying, yeah. it. I mean, yeah, yeah. next one, look. Jimmy Marcus Colston. Oh, Hey, yeah. Colson was a beast. Oh, I mean, Colson, yeah, yeah. Saying, yeah. But, but he's, he's the next best guy. Yeah, he's well, the What about Jimmy guy. Graham, though? Okay. Back in the day, Jimmy end. Graham was that, he, he was kind of cool. Yeah. Wouldn't you say that at this point in his, in his career that Reese was the reason that Jimmy Graham was so good? Yeah. yeah. Jimmy Graham should have stayed with the Saints. I don't know if he had a choice. I think he might have wanted out, but he should have stayed with the Saints. And the yeah. Saints should have paid him wide receiver money because that's what they're using him for, too. So there's that as well. And you had well, Brandon Cooks for like one year. Yeah, it was a couple years. Yeah, <laughs> I'd say Reggie Bush is a better receiver than Ted Ginn was. Yeah, he's had really good running backs though. Between yeah. Ingram, Alvin Kamara. Okay, I mean recently, Reggie Bush recently, recently before that, Deuce McAllister, dude. Well, wait, what do you mean by recently? Mark Ingram played like six or seven years for them. Okay, but that's still recent in yeah. terms of how long um, he's been with the Drew, Saints. Drew like the played. super, like the Super Bowl winning team. Had Deuce Deuce McCall- no, yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Reggie Bush wasn't terrible back in the day. He was above average. That's a I just, conversation. I, I say if Breeze wins the Super Bowl this year, because I don't think he's going to play again next year. If Breeze wins another Super Bowl, I'm putting him at two. At over two? Peyton. Over Payton? Yep. That's fair. That's I'd, he's beating all of Payton's records. I think I'd put You're Breeze right. above Payton, too, but like at three. Cause I, I can't put him above Montana, I think. All right. Yeah. Well, I guess we can touch just on. I mean, I have Brett Favre in it. Who else had Brett Favre in their list? Anyone? He's an honorable mention. Yeah. Right. <laughs> gunslinger. Yeah. I mean. Uh, gunslinger. That's literally like the, because of Brett Favre, they literally call every bad quarterback like, oh, he's a gunslinger. <laughs> so he loves throwing. Not a bad quarterback, but like like a Josh Allen type. Or like a Jay Cutler type, like, oh, he's a gunslinger. He'll make mistakes, but he'll make he'll, he'll make good plays okay, too. Well, you know what you're gonna say? say that, like but Patrick you know. Mahomes. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes falls in that. So that I don't. He's not a he's, gunslinger. Yes, yeah, he is. He's he is. not like, a gunslinger. Not, okay, it's, it's but he doesn't. Quarterback with a powerful arm that is a bit flashy with their throws. Yeah. Is that what a gunslinger yes. is? Yes, that's when what I think of a gunslinger. I think of somebody who's like like who doesn't. Ooh, okay. They're reckless. I was okay, about to say who doesn't care. And we'll just throw it either way. I would say Patrick Mahomes will throw it either way. I would. I wouldn't say he makes the right decision though. He'll throw it out of bounds. He won't well, try to force okay, it. Okay, here's the thing though. Patrick Mahomes gets away with throws that other quarterbacks can't. Yes. Okay, that's so fair. it's not always. It's a good decision for Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, but he that's can throw it thirty yards down the field. Okay, okay. His body. But Patrick Mahomes is a special type of like athlete because he's probably the. I'll be honest, like arm talent wise, he's probably, you know, one of the best quarterbacks ever arm talent wise. As in like throwing with different angles and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 But like everyone else, I'm like, uh, Aaron Rodgers is is the child of Brett Favre. Hey, wait a second. (laughs) I don't think Aaron Rodgers is a gunslinger. (laughs) Not like that. I think he's more of like a... Like, so I remember, remind yeah. me who's probably thrown the most Hill Mary passes at the end of games who win the game. 
that's not Aaron Rodgers like deciding. Like that's that's the coaching that's him staff. That's it down the field. Because he has to. Mahomes, bro. Any quarterback could do what. Half the time, his receivers do more than what do Aaron Rodgers. Do not even say that any quarterback could do what Aaron Rodgers does. Bro, because it's false. Half the if you look at all those hail marys, the receivers do most of the, the heavy lifting. I don't think anyone. I think it's luck. It's luck. If the ball falls into their hands. But he's the one well, who's in Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, the, yeah. I would say okay, he throws at 50 he's thrown, yards. He's thrown a Hail Mary where the guy caught it at the front of the end zone. He's thrown a toe tap Hail Mary to Randall Cobb against the Giants at the end of the half in a couple of playoffs a few no, years ago. I remember ago. that one. Yeah. yeah. That's an incredible. He threw that was the back of the end zone. Defense. Yeah, that was the back of the end zone throw, though. It was a great throw. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, was a good Hail Mary. Throw. Everyone was going. Bro, okay, with a Hail Mary, you just got to get it in the general area. Exactly. It's not but like he's aiming. Thing. But here's the thing. You know I, would say, I, mean? I would say 75% of the quarterbacks throw it out of the back of the end zone, even in the NFL. You think Patrick Mahomes does Okay, that? he's. I said 75%. He's in the 25% because we're talking about... Okay, okay, okay. We're talking about Brett Favre, Patrick Mahomes, and Aaron Rodgers all being in the same group of gunslingers. Okay. <laughs> Name one other quarterback. That, like, I don't think Deshaun Watson's probably throwing it out of the back of the end zone, or not getting. Drew it Brees has thrown it out of the back. Yeah, of the yeah. Zone. Drew Brees. Well, nowadays he will. No, he even doesn't. even back in the day, he. Tom Brady it. probably can't even get it there. Oh, to be no honest. way. <laughs> well, no, no. Tom's never been known as a deep throwing <laughs> exactly. quarterback. No, no. Yeah, that's why he's. That's why he is the way he is. That's why he <laughs> plays the way he does. That's what I meant. You you know. It's mm -hmm. it's fine. Like okay, Brett Favre's good. It's just like the whole gunslinger like thing. All right, like well, you literally hear it. So. I mean, okay, it's it's fun to it's watch. It's all about how you look at it. But like Simon, you need to you need to open your mind. Nah. And not be so. Hey, bro. Here's the thing though. Like literally every draft like like anal analyst. Sorry, yeah, every draft analyst like the Mel Kiper type. Though they'll describe Sam Darnold as a as a gunslinger, even though that fool can't He's even throw, he can't even complete He's ten passes in a row. Okay. So I, I will. He called Josh Allen a gunslinger too. I will say that it's misused, especially in drafts, because Sam Darnold. He's I can hear Mel Kiper saying it. Not and he's not. They called Mason Rudolph a gunslinger too. He, I wouldn't say <laughs> this, but he has, he has a stronger arm than. They okay. And, basically, an analyst, if they see a strong arm, they'll just compare it to Brett Favre. Because, well, would could we say that Brett Favre had the best arm in the history of the NFL? Yeah, I would say with, in the history. With, I would say with Patrick Mahomes, the close second. Mahomes is, I think I might put. I I have to wait. Barely. I have barely. To wait. Yeah. Okay. Right, I feel like fine. there's still a lot of like you know like. What's it called? Well, we're still in the honeymoon phase. This is Patrick Holmes' third year. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. We, yeah. How many years did Brett Favre play? Like sixteen. Sixteen. Somewhere around there. I don't know. He's just and he was it. and he was still hucking it down. Yeah, the field, exactly. Even yeah, yeah. Purple give uniform, Patrick. So. Give Patrick Mahomes. Let's see what he. Let's see what he's like in ten years. Okay. Yeah. Then we can reevaluate that. None of us put right. Aaron Rodgers on here. No. no. Not even an honorable mentions. No. no. Where is he if he wins the Super Bowl this year? Still not wrong. <laughs> you don't be think he's better than Breeze? No. If he wins the Super Bowl this year? No. Because, I don't, I don't know. I feel like you can make a case that Aaron Rodgers receivers haven't always been that great. I would say... Greg Jennings is not a Hall of Famer. Greg Jennings no. is the same as Marquise Colston. <laughs> there's Jordy Nelson. <laughs> and there's Jordy Nelson. Randall Cobb. You oh, know? He, he's... His best receiver is Devontae Adams. Adams. He's been here now, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I those still... defenses are also pretty trash, except for the year they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Just like the Saints. And the Saints defense actually had Bounty Gate going on. <laughs> so, like... It's true. Which one means more, you know? Mm-hmm. I still probably rather take... Because, like, at the same time, I feel like attitude definitely plays a role in both it. Both have great attitudes. Because there's... Wait, what? I would say they both have great attitudes. Nah, Aaron Rodgers seems... If you watch him closely, like, last year especially, and then the beginning of well, this year... Well, I'd be year, pissed if Mike McCarthy was being an idiot and throwing away my whole okay. career as well. But, yeah, that's, that's one thing. But at the same time, he always be, like... Like, especially at the beginning of this year, like, whenever one of his receivers would, like, you know, mess up, and they're all, they're a young group, like, he'd look like, like, he legit hated them. And, like, like, hated being there, and, like, just, he'd I mean, throw a see fit. the same looks on Brady's face. We're comparing Drew Brees. Brees and But Rogers. I'm sure if, yeah. if that was happening to Drew Brees, it probably would show the same. Oh, that's it. Well, that's it did happen to Drew Brees. I mean, Michael Thomas had a frick ton of drops as a rookie. <laughs> Well, I'm I'm talking before Michael Thomas even. Like we're going old like thirty plus year old Marquis Marquis? Colston? Uh, Whatever. I thought it was Marcus. I thought it was Marcus. Marcus? 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 Sorry. Yeah, Marcus Colston. Again. <laughs> Marcus Colston. Yeah. Colston. Because like I feel like Drew Brees has always had like, you know, he's he's had a better attitude than Rogers. And I think Rogers' attitude also reflects Brett Favre's uh mentorship i'm doing air quotes if y'all i know y'all can't see but yeah brett Favre's mentorship because they're you know brett Favre's not like the great he wasn't the greatest mentor he looks good if you can call him that wrangler yeah (laughs) but yeah i don't know i think i think it for me it definitely plays a role there's a reason why to didn't make it in for like a year or two yeah if rogers wins another super bowl is he an honorable mention probably Mm, maybe. We'll see. Okay, we want to talk about one more quarterback, Michael Vick? Yeah. Let's yeah, talk to Mike Vick. So Mike, yeah. Mike Vick's definitely in my honorable mention. Yeah. Um, he escaped my he, mind because he, he... You want to talk about attitude, Simon? <laughs> yeah. He made dogs say, fight each other. I know. He went okay. to prison. But he went to prison and then came back a better person and still was good at, like, over 30 years old, though. Yeah, well, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say he he might actually fall outside my own mention just because again of the off-field activity. But I have to mention because uh, he, like I said earlier, he revolutionized the game of football at quarterback position. Everyone says that we haven't seen anything like Lamar Jackson, oh, and yeah, I keep no, thinking yeah. because I was Michael, like, Michael Vick, Vick is. is yeah. Did, did yeah. everyone forget about Michael Vick? Everyone wants to forget about him, but they can't. Yeah, there's a reason. <laughs> a lot of people want to forget about him. We all know why we, they want to forget about him too, because if he wasn't acting like an idiot, he'd probably have more respect. You're right. No, if he but if he was, if he didn't act like an idiot, and how many how many years did he if miss he in, didn't prison, go to prison and he stayed in prison? He might house. be in my top five. Yeah, I don't think he'd win a Super Bowl though. But yeah, that Atlanta team is pretty trash. Yeah, was their running back work done? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But see, if they're wait no hold up they got Michael Turner eventually like after Vic left, right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyway, because it was to help. Yeah, with Michael Matt Turner. Ryan, though. So that's, that's right. That's it was the a different only... team. If Mike Vick had Michael Turner and Julio Jones, <laughs> he um, might have. I don't think he would have. Ring, ha- unlike Matt Ryan. Wait, I don't yeah. think he would have gotten Julio Jones because that means they would have had to been trash. So. It still could have been. Anyways, maybe. Anyways, Michael Vick. He was a good quarterback. I have a, I have a build-off question. Yeah. You had to pick 
a quarterback under the age of 25 that could possibly be on this list, who'd you choose? Mahomes. Mahomes? Yeah. Do we want to pick? I guess guess list like young quarterbacks. All right, let's list our top three young quarterbacks that are in the league right now. That could be Hall. We're talking that could could be be top five all time. Okay. Wait, all time? Okay, all right, well, it's hypothetical. Anyways, yeah, let's go for it. I'm going to say Mahomes. Number I'm one, say Russell Wilson. He'll, he's, he's not. It's not under twenty-five. He's still. He's like okay. twenty-eight. Or Russell 20. Wilson, definitely about under thirty. Okay, the rest of the <laughs> that's real. Okay. Okay. All right. We're still. We're in a weird stage of the NFL right now. Where he has though, a where old he's quarterback have, and some young quarterbacks. Yeah. Like the gap is huge. So even yeah. though Russell Wilson is like twenty-eight, like he's still not in the Brady, Rogers, Breeze. Like that we're about to witness the end of a whole era. Yeah, because Phil Rivers is going to be gone. You're like, yeah, end of an era, Philip Rivers. <laughs> I mean, he's gone. For, right? Um, yeah, we are. Yeah. We are. Like Aaron Rodgers is gonna be gone too soon. Yeah, yeah. So you have what? Yeah. You have I would say the middle bracket is Kirk Cousins. He's not Oh no, no, I'm saying I'm saying the middle bracket right like, now. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Kirk yeah. Cousins, Russell Wilson. Uh-huh. Is that, is that it? it? I think that's it. I mean as far as good quarterbacks. Oh wait. Fitz Magic. He's, he's, he's past he's his older, prime. He's yeah, old Breeze. Who's Josh? So I think that's the only quarterbacks that are Derek Carr. Derek Carr. Well, no, he's would, still under s- twenty-five. What? Well, okay, sorry. No, under I'm thirty. Still stu- well, they're all under thirty. That's the middle. Yeah, yeah, about the middle yeah. bracket here, but it's like twenty-five to thirty. Matt I mean, Stafford. Yeah, Matt Stafford he's was definitely replaced, but there. he's been mediocre his whole life. So. Yeah. I don't. Okay, I don't think he's been mediocre. He's been above average. Sure. Which is a lot better than a lot of other people and athletes. If you look at his stats, they're not that bad. All right, anyways, our top three quarterbacks under the age of 30. We have Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Lamar. See, if we don't include Russell Wilson, we could probably include one more player in there, too. Well, what two are you thinking of? Wait, two? You mean one more? Well, you yeah. said if we exclude Russell Wilson, yeah. we can yeah, add another one. Oh, yeah, Deshaun but Watson. I could see Deshaun Watson. See, I want to say Deshaun Watson. I just... I can't think of anybody else, I'm not else too, so. sure. Well, that's kind of where I'm at. I can't think yeah. of anyone else. Because um, Luck retired, and he would have probably been the only other one under 30 that I'd say. There's a chance, yeah. Uh, um, I don't know about that. Hmm. Yeah. Not Goff. Oh, no. gosh, no. <laughs> The Hodges. No, not. Uh, also not. <laughs> hold your, your Steeler talk for one more segment. Also not. Um, what did you say about Jack Neal? No. <laughs> that was a while ago. Who did you just say? Uh, Deshaun Watson. Watson? No. Matt Stafford? No. I said a lot of names in the past minute. You just said before. Right before Doc. Hodges. Right yeah, Deshaun. No, there was someone else in between. Goff. Oh. oh yeah, Carson Wentz is not also also not. Oh on. yeah, no. same draft. Yeah, yeah. No, Carson Wentz gets hurts too much. Gets hurts. Yeah. Gets hurts. Gets okay. hurts too much. Okay. What about Cam Newton? What about him? Oh. Oh God. Cam I Newton forgot he's a quarterback. I, so I would say Cam Newton's probably my number three. It would be Russell I, Wilson. I would Cam have Newton. To, you have to take Cam over yeah. Deshaun right now. Yeah. Absolutely. To make the Hall of Fame, to be a top five quarterback. Yeah. Cam Newton would. Well, he's over thirty, isn't he? Or 30? We're, we're talking about this middle bracket. Well, yeah, Anywhere but we were saying under 30. How old is 
in the I thought he was at least 30. Okay, Google. If not really close to being 30. It's kind of Yeah. Ah, yeah. uh, he just turned. Yeah. Oh, we said 30 or under, so he, he fits in. Yeah. I'm taking Cam. Over Deshaun right now. Yes. I feel like Dak they're going to be at the same no. Not after He's definitely not a $35 million quarterback here. Not at all. I okay. Here, we'll talk we'll, about we'll it when the next yeah. segment comes up. I, I, is that a good place to wrap up? Yeah, yeah. I got one more shout out, though. Okay. He's not in my top five. He's not on mention, but he's going to be get a shout out here. Okay. Gary Quazzo, my man. <sighs> Played for the Vikings. Have to give him a shout out. <laughs> All right, and it's on like, that note, <laughs> come on. it's okay. It's, it's my girlfriend's grandpa. Come on, you're right. Man. Okay, respect. Give him a shout respect. out. He played. He played for six years in the NFL. So six. Yeah, he played for six years. He played four for four for Minnesota, four for the Baltimore Colts, one for Baltimore New Orleans, Colts. and one for St. Louis. So he played six years. Gotta give him a shout out. All right. Well, I'll leave that one in. All yes. Right. So next up, we got NFL talk. We got a lot of different uh, teams and topics to talk about coming up next. All right. So welcome back to the cycle three six five. This is episode thirteen. We're recording this on Monday, December second, twenty nineteen. Obviously. Well, maybe not obviously. Obviously. But this no, is. Obvi- they should. They should have been tagging along the whole time. Yes. Unless they're looking back at this episode, but you know, whatever. We're talking about the NFL. Uh, so here, let's 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 start with Denver because I think that's that's the hot topic right here. Drew Locke makes his debut. We want a game, and y'all want a game against the Chargers. It was a good game. It was in Denver, so I bet the crowd was hype. Uh, let me just get y'all's raw reaction. Cody, you go for it. I mean, I really hate. That we come out hot in the first half and we decide to coast. Yeah, some like, <laughs> yeah. we uh like, we that fourth and eleven deep ball. I was like, we're gonna. It was a prayer. Some, somehow we're gonna find a way to lose this game. Like, like, <laughs> did you see that throw? Like Philip Rivers just literally said five hundred. He threw it up to the sky, and Mike Williams came down with it because it was on Isaac Yadam. Yeah. So so Mike worst Williams ever too. seen in my He's life. So bad. Isaac Yadam. He's probably the worst third round corner I've ever seen. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's undrafted quality. Yeah. There's a, okay, he's a 6'5 receiver. So there's that. But yeah, you're right. I he's not a great corner. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm talking <laughs> about Mike Williams. <laughs> yeah, Mike Williams. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, so either way, though, y'all still won. Y'all won. It was a very interesting ending. It's definitely pass interference. Yeah, it was. I mean, key, the argument I mean, is that it wasn't pass interference. It was 100% yeah, pass, was pass interference. Yeah, no, it was pass interference. <laughs> it, from the first look of it, uh, it definitely kind of looked like Cortland Sutton like, like <laughs> hit the corner in the back or like initiated the contact. Dude, the only I don't way know that if he was looking for the ball to cover Cortland all day was by literally tackling him before, tackling him before he got the ball. Yeah, and even then, fair. he still caught touchdowns that day. Like <laughs> that, true. one-handed, falling I'm down. I'm going to be honest. It doesn't matter game. what corner is on him; they have to tackle him. He is a monster right now. Someone's saying is not being talked about enough. Not that's at true, all. but some are saying that he this might be his uh, Pro Bowl year right here. You hear what Chris Harris Jr. called? Baby Megatron. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. And I he's could playing see it. like I could see it. I mean, did you see the one-handed catch? Maybe. Yeah. He basically was like, "I don't need this hand. Grab it. And I'll yeah. catch with this yeah, hand." Because he literally couldn't use it. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was so, a penalty, but. <laughs> 
we're responsible for both of our attempts. You're right. Yeah. Cortland Sutton's a monster. I mean, we've all known this. I know y'all have known this, but like I've I've been watching him since Sesame. I know this dude could ball. And I probably wouldn't call him a baby Megatron. He definitely reminds me a little bit more of a prime Des Bryant. So there's that. We don't like that word around. Okay, Des Bryant. Des Bryant? I don't have I don't have anything against Des Bryant. Um because we took Damaris Thomas. But that doesn't, at, okay, it doesn't at the same though. time though, I still think like if you like watch the tapes, I would say Megatron probably makes some more crazy one-handed acrobatic catches than Des Bryant did. I would say more. I mean, I don't. I feel like is Cortland known for his one-handed catches? He and is acrobatic? now. He is okay, now. because of the one yesterday. No, that's the second one he's had. I, mean, I feel like he caught the first one, so the first one-handed catch he caught for Drew Locke. The okay. first pass he caught from Brandon Allen was also one-handed, contested over everybody. That was that little fade, right? Yeah, he jumped over yeah, over the right, guy, okay. mossed him with one hand. Yeah, it was pretty okay. amazing. Yeah. Well, that's well, everyone's wanting to do one-handed catches, so there's that too. But like, just in terms of like, yeah, but he's doing it. Here, let me finish. In terms of like, just the, like the physicality from a wide receiver standpoint, like getting off. Uh, uh, getting off the press, being real physical at the point of attack with catching the ball and whatnot, it reminds me more of a prime Des Bryant. And like, you know, like, yeah, Des made some one-handed catches too, but like, I mean, at the same time, it was a little bit different back then. I will say the only way I would relate him to Des Bryant is the fact that he's not as big as Calvin Johnson. Yeah. That's, that's the only that's reason. Too. Yeah. 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 All right. Either way, though, what do we think about Drew Locke? What do y'all think about Drew Locke? I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah, I mean, obviously okay. it's one game, so Brandon Allen looked good in his first game too. He's not the answer, so um, yeah, we'll give him a few more games. Definitely, it's good that we let him play. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because he needs to play the last. Time. He needs to play the rest of the game of the season. Yeah. yeah, there's only four left, so but might as well. He definitely benefited from some great Carlin Sutton plays, okay. and in the second half, we just threw checkdowns, so okay. not really a lot going on there yeah well i guess we'll so yeah so happens. the update from broncos here me and cody hopefully optimistic that's that is the but also cautious yes no for sure i mean drew lock showed me something i'm not ready for to the buy first a time by any means. no 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 i no. <laughs> shouldn't buy jerseys at all but i mean of drew lock yeah sorry. i think here's what, this is what i was talking about the other day i think drew lock needs out of the last four games here well I was talking before they played, so out of five. He needs to win at least three of the five if he wants that job. At least three. Three? Yeah. Like win we, three? We have a really bad schedule. Okay. Stretch, so. he, he needs to at least right. win three. All right. Well, if, he doesn't win, if, he, if he only wins two out of these last five, which he already has one win, yeah. um, he, he's going to get replaced. The Broncos are going to draft someone and he's going to be replaced. That's fair. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. Um, yeah. Like I said, he showed me something for the first time, and I literally I felt like I've watched so many of the Broncos preseason games, and I he watched him just not play. He looked better. I thought so. In the preseason, no, he, was... he looked better now. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right now, he looks way better. I know what yeah. you meant, but that's not what you said. Oh, that's <laughs> not what I said. Yeah, I was like, he looked better. Okay, in the I think preseason. I think I said he looked better than the preseason, but Simon was talking about him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, he, he looks like he's improved, which is what you could, I mean, it's all you could hope for yeah. in a young quarterback. I'll give, I usually try to give young quarterbacks like two or three years and then raise the expectation. 
We benefited a lot from short fields in that game. Shout out to the Denver defense. We're Sands, Von Miller. Yeah. We didn't play. And a couple of inside linebackers. We were getting dangerously low on linebackers this year. Yeah. But Cody, does this I just got the call the other day. You're you're up next. Oh, oh shoot. <laughs> oh god. I have to get <laughs> Anyways. That was great. Right, anyways, anyways, but yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so there's hope. Didn't look terrible. Y'all got a win. You know, it was an entertaining game. Y'all will um, take it. I'm excited to just watch him next week. Want to address Vic Fangio not going for the field goal to end the half. And I feel Brandon McManus's frustrations, especially at that point in the game, at this point in the season. Mm-hmm. But at we, the same time, our season is over. At the same time, hey, at the same time, you can give back to him the fact that with. 14 seconds left, he let Drew Locke just launch one at the end of the game. He, it, he so easily, all the announcers were saying, just take a knee and go to overtime. But he gave him a chance. Yeah. It worked out. <laughs> just, that move at the end of the half really had some John Fox vibes, <laughs> and I really didn't That's like bad. that. Well, like I said, we'll see how it turns yeah. out. I'm excited to watch next week. We'll see. Yeah. 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 At least, at least there's some excitement. There's some life there's in Denver something, right now. There, I have a reason there's to life. watch the games again. Yeah, yeah, there's a reason to watch next week. Just watching Brandon Allen games oh, just hurt. That's true. Yeah. All right, we're moving on. Big play. trust. The Ravens and Lamar Jackson beat the 49ers. Uh, it was interesting conditions on the field. It was raining all day. It was. It wasn't just rain. It was. It was pouring, pouring. all yeah, day. Yeah, no, I heard it yeah. was hurricane-like weather. It was. It was bad, there bad, probably it was. was Wet. Right, I'm <laughs> cutting that out because I don't like that. <laughs> I'm sorry, but yeah, wet. Hey, big trust though. Justin Tucker hit the game winner. What do y'all think about this? Is this a, is this a Super Bowl preview right here? Possibly. Possibly, I think. Mm, not if the no, Niners don't, I don't win their think, division. I don't think the Niners. I don't think the Niners make the Super Bowl. No. No, I think the Ravens do on the AFC side for sure. Okay. Um, but I don't think. I think they're going to be, get beat out by New Orleans. You know what I'm really worried about? Well, the Seahawks. I'm really worried about Lamar Jackson winning MVP. Wait, why are you worried? You know what the MVP's record is in Super Bowls the past, like, decade? What? They haven't won one. Well, Matt we, Ryan we, lost the Super Bowl. Cam Newton lost the Super Bowl. Okay. Carson Wentz. Oh, well. well Carson Wentz tore his ACL. He did play. But also, yeah. Patrick Mahomes didn't make the Super Bowl. Yeah, okay, let's be honest. If there's any quarterback right now that can do it, can break that trend, it's Lamar. And it's not just because of Lamar either. Superstition is a very real thing, okay? Like, I mean, maybe for Peyton Peyton Manning won won MVP and also lost the Super Bowl. There were a lot of reasons why y'all lost that Super Bowl. The first play of the game was a safety. And y'all that didn't really have it's yeah. bad luck. Y'all didn't it's really have that bad kind of a defense to win MVP. Okay, well, I I would me and Simon could probably stand by this that Lamar Jackson's gonna win the MVP and he's gonna win the Super Bowl I if he makes hope it. So. But here with this Ravens team, it's not just let's not just act like it's just Lamar because yeah. like Mark Ingram's putting in the whole running back core between Mark Ingram, Gus Edwards, and Justice Hill are all putting in work. Yeah. So there's that. You still you want to hope that Marquise Brown is healthy, so you have a deep threat. Mm-hmm. Your tied your three tight ends and Nick Boyle, Mark Andrews, and uh, they're all playing well. The yeah. other guy, Hayden, what? Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst, yeah, Looks they're like solid. He doesn't play me. He does look, yeah. I've I've been, I've been a fan player. of him since he was. Yeah, he's a good player. I think I haven't seen a lot from him, but well, maybe he breaks out in the playoffs. 
it, ha it could happen. I mean, well, it's, Mark and it's, really it's the not talked about stuff with yeah. with the tight ends and running backs too, though, because mm -hmm. not only are they running the ball well, they're but blocking great. They're oh yeah, like that game was literally offensive line versus defensive line, mm -hmm. yeah. and whoever got the push was the person who usually made the play. Oh, and, yeah. and there were great offensive yeah. and defensive lines in that. Yeah. It was old-fashioned game, low-key, yep. and I loved watching. No, yeah. for sure. It was it was a great... There it is. <laughs> yeah, there it is. It, it was a great, you know, it was a great battle in the trenches, for sure. Um, also, this Ravens defense is really underrated. I know <laughs> they just scored that a touchdown. That was ridiculous. Yeah, the D. <laughs> yeah, but like, still, this yeah, Ravens defense is good. Like, we're looking at, you know, Mar Marlon Humphrey, someone who's a low key defense player of the year candidate. Marcus Peters, and then Earl Thomas. Trade, by the way. Yeah, wait, Marcus, Marcus Peters? Peters? Yeah. Is, oh, yeah. Okay, here's the thing though. Marlon Humphreys leaves the field on an injury on the first drive. Yeah. And Debo Samuel catches that touchdown because Peters, Peters needs like a man on guy to lock down the first target, I think, mm -hmm. so that he can play a bit more aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. Or Peters could just, you know, be good all together and or work Lamar on Jackson craft. just run around everybody. Yeah, it's either way. This Ravens Lamar defense Jackson's juke was nasty. Look at that. <laughs> Broke his ankle. Yeah, this Ravens defense is good. You know what I'm saying? It's like the Ravens have always had a really good culture of being yeah. a tough defensive team. Mm -hmm. So th this is no different. They're they're going to be solid, and they're they're not to be missed. No, I definitely think the Ravens make the Super Bowl, but I don't think. They're going to be. Okay, so that's that's not why it's not. The thing. So if you're San Francisco, should you panic that the Seahawks won tonight? I, I think so. That. But yeah, uh, I don't know if probably. it's a panic, but it's definitely like no, it's a panic. <laughs> if I'm the, if I'm the Niners, I'm panicking right now because the Seahawks are they're in the driver's seat right now. And the Niners are in the wild card spot, which is crazy because they're both ten and two. So, so like it's yeah. you could still play great and all that, mm -hmm. but like I think it's time to panic. The Niners play the Saints too. That's gonna be a tough game. Yeah. At least when the Seahawks played the Saints, you know they didn't have Drew Brees, which they probably should have won that game. But, but anyways, you know, still though, uh, if I'm the Niners, I think. I mean, I wouldn't. Yeah, I think it's time to panic, but at the same time, um, the last game we of the don't season have to. Is in Ooh, that could be it right there. That could be the, yeah. that could be New Orleans and Seattle. Those are the two that you got. Well, I'm saying, win, I'm saying, like, sure. I'm saying that that last game between the 49ers and the Seahawks could be the winner wins the division. That's true. It'd be a massive game. I mean, here I'll say it right now: if the Niners beat either the Saints or the Seahawks, they'll be okay. But yeah, if they beat, you know, New Orleans or uh, Seahawks, it'll be okay. But uh, it's definitely, you should, de they should definitely be paranoid because the Seahawks are creeping on them. Oh, yeah, right they now. are. Yeah. good. Yeah, they are. They're right behind them. They're not making it easy on the Niners. Literally, in any other division in the NFL, they'd, they'd be running away with it. Yeah. But, except for this one. <laughs> so, Which makes yeah. it fun. How much yeah. harder do you think the Niners would? Do you think that the Niners could beat Green Bay Yes. Yeah. And I mean, if I'm being honest, it really just depends on Jimmy Garoppolo and how well he plays. Like, he's honest. I don't want to say he's the weakest link of this team, but he kind of is at times because he doesn't yeah. make the greatest decisions. I mean, at the same time, they're, I'm skeptical of their running backs. 
Like they have a, wait the Niners? Yeah, they have a. I mean, I would rather have a a one one guy go with it, you know. That's fair. I mean, they got they, they got like a good rotation. Go. I think they just they have yeah. their rotation works. If they're all healthy, because Matt Breida isn't healthy right now either, and then I mean, Temin Coleman's out there, but he's been struggling at times. Raheem Mostert had a really good game, 150 yards, a couple touchdowns. So there's that. Um, I think the running backs will be okay if they're healthy. No, and I think it comes down. Jimmy I just think it comes down. Whoever plays, or Niners comes down to the offensive line. That's right. When you're playing the Niners, it's an offensive line. Oh, yeah. If the Cowboys were to play the 49ers, I oh, think that'd gosh. be an interesting game. <laughs> no, that would be interesting no. at all. Niners would no? stomp the yes. Cowboys. I don't Holy think they'd cow. stomp them. Yeah. Oh, well, let's talk about the Cowboys and how they got embarrassed yeah. in Jerry's world on Thanksgiving by the Buffalo Bills. Well, wait, why are we hating on the Bills, embarrassment. though? Embarrassment. I mean, the Bills are a good squad. I think the Bills are good. I think John Brown threw a touchdown. Yeah. It's a, okay, That's it's a trick play. Every team gets tricked by a trick yeah. play. Would you say... That's a bad, bad. Were you about to Sorry, compare Zach. John Brown to no, DeAndre I was, Hopkins? I was, no, I was about <laughs> to go back to last year. When the Broncos played Arizona on Thursday Night Football. And <laughs> Emmanuel Sanders threw a touchdown, but that yeah. was embarrassing because they got destroyed. Yeah, that's true. But anyways. I mean, you wouldn't say it's embarrassing? No. Jerry Jones thought it was, obviously. I mean, Jerry Jones is an emotional. Let's, let's keep it real right now. It's 2019. The last time you won a Super Bowl... I don't know the specific like 23 year. years. 19... Wasn't it 96? Wasn't it 95? I think, I personally think Jerry Jones has gone off 10. a little bit. That's 20 years ago. He's gone off the rails a little bit here. Just his he's media a, presence. Let's be real. He's he's an older guy. Yeah. You know, I think... Here, here. let me let me break it down for y'all. Because I was with my brothers watching this, and they're both Cowboys fans, so they're real depressed. But let, let me break it down for y'all. With Jerry Jones, like... He's, he's not good. If he doesn't win a Super Bowl in the next five years, because I think this is a talented Cowboys team, then Very he's talented. never going to win a Super Bowl again in his lifetime, and he'll die without... <laughs> but no, I'm just being real. He'll die without winning another Super Bowl or even seeing them make an appearance. More but like, right here, for the years, that's the reason why he cried in the locker room, though, because he knows his time is coming, and he knows that like he's not going to be able to enjoy another Super Bowl again. Because of Jason Garrett being an incompetent coach, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much that's, it. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what else could you improve? Like, you literally can't improve much more on this team without like trading for like an ultra elite player. They should be Super Bowl contenders. Yeah, they really should. Their defense is good. Their offense is great. Special teams is good. Yeah, they play in a weak division. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If we go back, the Eagles I, lost to the Dolphins on Sunday. I went, back, I went back. If we go back and we do remember, we had our our uh, playoff predictions, and I said that I said that the Philadelphia Eagles were gonna beat beat <laughs> win the division, which they still could. I said the Eagles were gonna be the one seed in the NFC. No, I'm not okay. Ta- I'm well, none of us said that. I'm not talking about, about, no, talk about a few a few weeks ago when we had oh, updated yeah. ones. Yeah. When I had, I still had the. The Eagles beating out Dallas for the division leader, which is possible. I mean, the Redskins can still win the division. Yeah, that says a lot. But, okay. Anyways, back to Jerry Jones. If you were as old as Jerry Jones, I don't know how old he is, and you know your time is coming, you, and, you know, you love the Dallas Cowboys. They're, they're the team that, you know, brought you a lot of joy, a lot of great memories and all that. A lot of money, which is a big deal, and a lot of success. Oh, my God. He's only 77. 
That's still he looks for way him. worse than seven. Yeah, he looks really old, which same. But I'm just saying, like, this is a team you love, and then you're you're basically faced with the reality okay. that you'll never see them win a championship again. I hate to say it, I know what you're getting Division at. Division or Super Bowl. I I know what you're getting at. But he's not gonna give up that team until he dies. No, well he's not going to. <laughs> which is why he's like real emotional right now. That's the point. Like I feel I feel kind of bad for for Jerry Jones. He could easily change it. What, by firing Jason Garrett? Yeah. Right now? Yeah. Yeah, do it right now. Okay, but here's the thing, because like he said also that like there's no reason to fire Jason Garrett. Because if you fire Jason Garrett, then who's gonna take over? Rod Marinelli? Kellen Why Moore? Not? Why not? Yeah. Did they really do better than Jason Garrett in four games? I say that because they're six and six, their season is lost. Okay, right now. let's also be well, honest. Well, it's let's not be honest. Why? Even if they make the playoffs, it doesn't matter. Why That's were they? Why, why at the beginning of the season was everybody talking about the Cowboys and why they were? I'm well, start three and zero, but like everyone was talking about, like, oh, this is the, it's the championship. Because Kellen Moore was had free reign over the offense and they were destroying people on offense. And I don't know why, but I'm pretty sure Jason Garrett took control over the offense. Yeah. No, he gives. Does this thing where he like gives him the reins and then takes it back? Exactly. So, so yeah. If you fire him and make even Kellen Moore, that'd be interesting if he became the head coach. But he'd be very young for head coach. See, but if but. Kellen Moore became the head coach, would he still be able to call the offense the same way and be able to focus as much on the offense? I mean, or is he going to have to worry about the call plays for the offense all the time? So what does it matter? I mean, the offense still, was fun though. to watch the first few weeks. Now it's not. Yeah. But like at the same, there's with coaches. There are coaches that are OCs or sorry coordinators. Like they're meant to be coordinators. Then ones that are leaders, head coaches. Mm -hmm. Is Kellen Moore really a leader that could inspire? Yes, absolutely. Jason Garrett isn't. So I think Kellen Moore is more of a leader than Jason Garrett. Kellen Kellen Moore led led Boise State, the Boise State Broncos, to beating Oklahoma. Right. Yeah, but that's playing on the field. It's different when you're coaching in. Because when you're playing, a leader. You, a leader is a leader. I wouldn't say that. Because when you're playing, you're you're on the field. You could like literally take control and say to your receiver, "Hey, I got you," and then make a play. If you're a coach, you can't make a play. You can only call it. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, okay. But I think doesn't. I think he has a guy, and like he could go over to Dak Prescott. And Dak Prescott is a guy that could say, "Hey, you need to get this team to make a play right now." I think Dak's that kind of guy. I feel like Kellen Moore is more of the guy to tell Dak Prescott that than Jason Garrett. Yeah. Just gonna be okay. like, okay, Dak, that's okay that you threw it to the other team, okay? But we're gonna we're gonna get him back, okay? Like he has that like over optimistic dad attitude. But there is a reason why Dak and all of them still trust Jason Garrett, and they haven't you haven't really heard much, uh, you know, rumors about uh, the players turning against their coaches because they trust this coach. So if Jerry Jones was to fire this coach while they're still in contention and whatnot, what does that say to you know players who? have only known Jason Garrett as their coach. Because that could be a big morale, like- I just would have said, like, do you want to win a Super Bowl, yes or no? Well, what if they, I mean, if you know- If they say no, then great. Keep okay, well, if I they don't- I like playing for Jason Garrett because there's yeah. no tough love. Exactly. So if you take that away with four games left, you're kind of jeopardizing the season. I'm saying they like playing for him because it's easy. Yeah. But like, at the same Easy's time, not gonna win you Super Bowl. Easy's not going to win you a Super Bowl. Okay, but if you make it hard right now, then you're not going to make the playoffs at all. I don't really think their season matters anymore. Okay. Well, someone has, someone from that Bills. division has to go to the, to yeah, the playoffs. Which is the point. Yeah. yeah. And they have to get stomped by one I, of the wild cards. Because I don't want the Eagles to go know. because they're gonna get stomped. Yeah. It's so well, well I see I still think Dallas might be able to pull one game in the playoffs off. Yeah, no, well, that's out. what I'm saying. 
I think Dallas, they still believe in themselves. They know they got the talent. They know they're way more talented than Philly. Let's okay, be well real. Then, why don't you just take Jason Garrett out of the head coach position and keep him on the staff and put someone else in there? That might cause more trouble because they'll be like, well, not if, yeah. Okay, but not if it's a soft, not if it's a soft organization or like a soft culture. Who cares I mean, where he is? Who cares? The players would care. Uh, actually, I kind of feel just because I feel like everyone what on that team. What passive. if you make Jason? Like if you okay, make Jason your Jason your the quarterback Cowboys, coach. Everyone on the Cowboys, they love to win. I don't think they really care if they lose. I think they would, though, if it happened like that, because you decided to give up on your coach with four games. Like, there's four games left. I'm not I saying think you just let him play. Well, yeah, if you're firing him, then I think Okay, that's why up. I said put him on a different position on the coaching staff. But we all know what, what that means. So. He's going to get fired afterwards? Yeah. Well, then fire him then. <laughs> yeah, you might as well fire him at the Because, like, here's I, you don't want to, like, shake the boat right now. Because, like, you still have a chance. It's a shaking chance. Well, yeah, it's sinking, but <laughs> it's still... It's sink faster. <laughs> but no, no. But here's the thing, though. Like, you still have a chance. All right? Like, I I really do think if they get rid of Jason Garrett, that chance goes way down. And, like, you either do really well or you don't make it at all. And you lose the rest of your Guys, games. And it's honest, a wasted season. Looking at that division, I might not... Yeah, like you said, I'm not going to count the Redskins out. Yeah. Like, the Dallas is... Is hitting the iceberg, right? They're Titanic. The Redskins are low-key winning decent yeah. games. And Philadelphia yes. is really one. Like that's embarrassing what happened to them. Yeah. I you know I started them this week in fantasy. That stinks. And they scored negative <laughs> one points against Miami. Yeah. It's a Miami. Guess who I started in my and on my fantasy team is my defense. The Jets. So that ain't better. <laughs> that's not great. Oh, but shout yeah. out to well, the Cincinnati Bengals for winning a game. There's there not gonna go. be a team in the NFL that's gonna go winless. Continue. There we go. Yeah, I mean, I think for those reasons, too, Dallas should still have hope. The Eagles literally lost to the Dolphins. The Eagles aren't going to make it. Yeah, the Cowboys didn't lose to the Dolphins. So there's that. Yeah, I, I will say, on Simon's point, Buffalo is a good team. Yeah. Their defense is good. And Josh Allen, like, I'll give him credit. I've been really hard on him, but he played probably his best game of his entire career on Thanksgiving Day. I mean, I feel like there was a you know, he, he tucked the ball and ran really well against the Cowboys. Yeah. And then the running backs went off. Buffalo. Devin Singletary. Had I a mean, good day. Singletary had a great day. He he had he only had like sixty yards, but he, that really big touchdown catch. And then that Cole was Beasley, one. monster. Yeah. He back in Dallas, baby. <laughs> yeah, Cole Beasley played well, but I think it was because Josh Allen was slinging the ball. I mean, no, I think his touchdown think, pass to Cole Beasley was. I phenomenal. think Cole Beasley yeah. said, "This is what you get, Jerry Jones. <laughs> this one's for keeping Jason Garrett on the staff. <laughs> yeah, and not me. <laughs> yeah, but still, like like I said." Or like Jesse said, this is a good Bills team. I don't think there's much to be embarrassed about. They're they're Not a playoff player. team. I'd oh, rather yeah, be beat by a playoff team than Miami. And it was at home. I mean, sometimes was... you just come out flat when you play. Especially if you're a team coached by Jason. Say, well, Gary. they didn't come out flat at all. They scored on their first draft. Everything they came, came out hard. flat after that. <laughs> like heading into the half, I was like, eh, maybe this is a game. Really? And then the third quarter just. Confirmed that it was not. Halftime was pretty bad. I By halftime, like I, at least from my brother's perspective, they they already felt like they were about to lose. I oh, feel like the lose. score could have been a lot worse. Yeah. All right. Anyways, Cowboys are in trouble. What's the next? The Steelers beat the Browns. Oh yeah, the Steelers. And the Browns were <laughs> go on. The 
Browns were kind of on a roll. I was like, hey, maybe they'll make the playoffs. And the Steelers happened. Yeah. Did the Steelers happen or did the Browns happen? I think the Steelers happened, yeah. Because I remember I was watching the game and I was, you know, trying to really uh, pay attention to the details of it. Yeah, so I was watching this game carefully. Um, the first quarter went by really quick, I thought. So there's that, not a lot happened. But it was kind of near that half. And, you know, Duck, he had a couple drives. They're all like, it wasn't great offensive play calling, if I'm being honest. I felt like it could have been better. Uh, he got sacked a lot. Offensive line wasn't doing great. But like, once that, what, they had like a two-minute drill near the, kind of, yeah, a two-minute drill with... Uh, Couple minutes left in that second half. Doug Hodges turned it turned it on. I don't know if y'all saw like all the highlights or the whole game, but just dime down the right. Is that what you're talking about? Nah, not that one came a little bit later. But it started with sorry, it was a little bit earlier in the quarter. They only got a field goal because uh, they called a really bad what is it false start on us. When you literally saw the replay. Oh yeah, I only, saw that play. Yeah, and the they, only they, person they to move. Duck. Duck Hodges, when yeah. all he did was say hike, so. Well, he didn't even move. Like, you could see, like, like he's not moving at all. And then you see the Cleveland defensive lineman, like, come through, and he's the only dude that moved. Yeah, I saw but that. But they called it on us, and so that killed that drive. Because I watched the first half. Yeah. And that I thought that was stupid, by the way. The refs in that game were a little, they were trying to get Cleveland to win. We already, talk, we already talked about the refs Yeah, but, a few weeks earlier, yeah. or a few podcasts earlier. The yeah. refs are not good. No, they're not. But anyways, that wasn't the point. In that two-minute drill, he made a lot of clutch throws, including one to Tevin Jones. I don't think y'all saw this, but it was between a corner and a safety. It was like a little uh, seam route kind of thing, and he just zipped it in there. And then after that, he took another shot to James Washington, that amazing throw and catch uh, that, you know, that basically it brought us, it got us right there. It tied the game, I think, right? It was 10-10, I want to mm -hmm. say. Yeah. With that great throw and catch. If the throw was a little bit higher, it would have been picked. If it was underthrown, it would have been picked. And he squeezed it in there. Washington, he made the play too. And it was great. And I thought Duck from then on, like he gained his confidence. And we started opening up the playbook, throwing it more. Now we got a touchdown after that and scored. We basically scored 17 unanswered points. And then, you know, went on and beat the Browns. So I think, um, and then, you know, Baker did throw that game losing interception to Joe Hayden. So there's that. But I think the Steelers, they, they just wanted it more, to be honest. And which is hilarious because Freddie Kitchens, he came in with the whole Pittsburgh started it t-shirt and then they got whooped and now they're not making the playoffs. So congrats on your like, what, 15th year not making the playoffs. You didn't win anything. You're not going to win anything it, next year either. It is also See sad you. because they have some dudes on that team. Yeah, they do. Not Miles Garrett. I don't think that they should have hired Freddie Kitchens as the head coach. No, nobody thought that that was a good, like. I get what they deserve. Did you? I've had him go to the Super Bowl. If you go way back. Wait, no. Did Did you think Freddie Kitchens was a great hiring? Because oh, no. Bruce Arians was in that conversation. No, I don't. Bruce, they could have hired Bruce yeah, Arians. Like Arians hired Freddie Kitchens. Yeah, Bruce Arians literally <laughs> said he literally said, "I want to coach for Cleveland." And they're like, nah, we'll hire Freddie Kitchens. And so Bruce Arians went to Tampa That may go down as one of the worst decisions in NFL history. That's a Cleveland Browns decision. <laughs> Along with Cleveland. the Miles Garrett fight. Believe so when. Can't spell yeah. B with. So hey, 
Cleveland, you know, they took another L. We all saw this coming. So, I mean, how much do you think the Steelers can do in the AFC? I think they'll, they well, okay, the I think they're going to make the playoffs, but I don't think they're going to win it. We'll see. I think if Ducks, the season ended today, y'all would face the Chiefs. Yeah, we would. <laughs> Which would be tough. We would. I think we would. Uh, we would give Patrick Mahomes a little trouble. We'll shake him up a little bit because we've given everyone trouble. To be honest, this defense has ever since Minka Fitzpatrick has joined the squad. I hate to say this, Simon, but if the playoffs started now, I would probably put money on the score being 34 to 10. Okay. In the city. That's fine. You can. But I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, also keep in mind we beat the Browns without Juju and without James Conner and without, did, you know, Big Ben and without Marquise Pouncey. Well, okay, Big Ben is a given. You can't, yeah. we can't, no, no, no. The Big Ben narrative. Wait, I didn't say Big Ben. You did say Oh, did I? Yeah. Oh, I said Marquise Pouncey. That was the last right thing I said. Right after. Do you want to listen to It's okay. To it? It's okay. Okay, anyways. whatever. Sorry, my bad. I didn't mean to say Big Ben. Yeah. Steelers Nation, you have no sympathy for me anymore on the whole Big Ben thing. You guys have shown that you're fine. I don't uh, want to hear about it. I, we're I not fine. I mean, we're relying on our undrafted rookie right now. There's there's more reasons for Big Ben to come back than for him to leave. I'll just go. Nothing against Duck. He is. I, I hope think, he gets some confidence these I don't next think couple games. If you we'll if the Steelers are gonna win their Super Bowl, I don't think the quarterback that is on their roster right now. Agreed. Yeah, same. Can't wait to see Tom Brady in the Steelers uniform. No. <laughs> but you just said he was the greatest quarterback of told, all time. I told my no. dad. I told my dad. <laughs> Dad, I heard that uh, Tom Brady could possibly come to Denver, and he goes, that would be the worst thing ever. <laughs> yeah, no, Tom, I'd rather rather take Marcus Mariota at this point. I would rather or Cam. take Brandon Allen. I'm just kidding. Let's not get Take it easy there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, anyways. Well, yeah. I, I think, the think the Steelers will make the Super Bowl. Or not the Wait, Super Bowl. Wait, what? Sorry, not the Super Bowl. <laughs> the playoffs. You got okay, yeah. <laughs> The playoffs. Okay. But they're gonna lose in the first round. Alright, that's fair. I think Mike Tomlin's overachieving. Like they've been overachieving. Loki, if this this was a team that could actually contend, Mike Tomlin would be a coach of the year candidate. Yep. I mean, if the 49ers weren't a thing, then or, or uh, if Drew Brees didn't get hurt, yeah, I'd say go. that Tomlin. I'd say he's right there, he's number three. Yeah. Because he's done a really good job. Like I don't know. There's some Steelers fans who are expecting a lot. They're like, Tomlin goes to the conference championship. He should win coach of the year. Or like he shouldn't like, you know, they, they, they still like hate on Tomlin for some reason. There's a lot of Steelers fans that feel that way because they're East Coast any, fans. I don't think there's so. anything to hate about. Simon, you're not the biggest fan of Tomlin either, so. No, I'm not, but Until I respect him much more. But there's still people that don't respect him right now. There's the difference. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's that's what I'm trying to get. That's why I was confused. I was like, Simon, you were bashing him literally <laughs> no, like two games into the... I think after the New England game, you're like, fire Tom and bring someone else in. He said trade him to the... To the... Uh, Redskins? The Redskins. <laughs> I mean, still. I don't know. I, that wouldn't be the worst. Trade him while his value's high. Yeah. All right, anyways. Get so we, uh, Joe Burrow. We can agree that... Whoever. They're going to make the playoffs, but they're not going to make the Right. We'll, okay, with playoffs, we'll see. You still have a bit of a tough schedule. I still I think feel like, like you guys make I think, it out. The Raiders are going to win the Raiders, one game. Yeah, the Raiders aren't going to make it. 
Tennessee possibly could. Ryan yeah. Tannehill? Yeah. He's, a, he's think, winning games? I think that's the only only team right now that is rivaling. I think it's a shame that they don't play because I feel like the yeah, Steelers Tennessee. and Titans match up really well. I think we'd kill the Titans, to be honest. We'd shake up Ryan Tannehill. I'll just be real. I like. I think we we shut them I think down. you're. I think you're a little, a little heavy off the juice right now <laughs> no. of beating the Cleveland Browns. So just no, 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 tap no. on the brakes, no, bro. No, honestly, the Titans' offensive line isn't all that. Um, I think our the Steelers' biggest weak, like weakness, I'd say, is probably a you know defending against the run game at times. Well, we'll say. So, I will give the Steelers. That. Benny Snell looks good. That yeah, he looks draft. all right. I enjoy watching. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, me too. He's a physical guy. Uh, I, I like Benny Snow. But, yeah, no, I think we would beat the Titans. I'd be more nervous probably like, about the Raiders or, no, uh, you don't or the, the Raiders. Colts again. I don't know if you saw, but they uh, they didn't show up to the Kansas City game. That's so. okay. I think, like I said, I, we saw their uh, remaining schedule. They play Tennessee. The Raiders play Tennessee. Tennessee's going to win that Tennessee's going to win that one. The Jacksonville Jaguars, I think they can beat Jacksonville. The Chargers, I think they're gonna lose the Chargers. Unless unless Philip Rivers says the second last game, I don't give a crap on that play. Then so, I think they can win. But I think Denver will beat them. It's in mile high. Yeah, so. I think Denver's gonna win. Well, I'm more worried about the Steelers because there's definitely there's definitely a scenario where I could see us losing all of our games. <laughs> so he's not worried about any other team but the Steelers. Okay. No, I don't care about those other <laughs> teams. Because yeah. Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh, we we you know, we worry about ourselves. That's what we've been doing, which is why we're seven and five right now. So like if we start worrying about other teams, that's a whole other story. But yeah, so we play the Cardinals. My boy Kyler Murray, he's beat literally every single football team I've ever liked in my life, from middle school to high school to college. And then if it happens in the pros, I'm literally, which it probably will eventually. I think it's gonna happen eventually. But I think this is our best chance to get him now while he's young. Because if we don't, then in a couple of years, they might be really good and that might be too late. That's a train we might not be able to catch. So this Cardinals game is a trap game for sure. They still got Patrick Peterson and Chandler Jones on the other side. Jordan Hicks, who like leads the league in tackles. Like that's, this Cardinals squad is decent. And like just the way they play, the Steelers haven't really played a team that plays like them, except for maybe the Rams. And even that was a close game. So we'll see. Cardinals, that's a toss up. After that, we have the Bills at home, which is a Sunday night football game. It just got flexed in there. That might be an L. That'll be, yeah, that'll be a tough win. Like, I'm not even, that's why I'm not clowning on the Cowboys, because, like, the Bills are a good squad. That could be a tough game. because he's worried about getting blown out at home by the Bills. (laughs) We're not going to get blown out. But anyways, we have the Jets, and I don't know what's going on there, (laughs) but... I want to hope so, but you never know. You're right, you never know. Which Jets team is going to show up? Yeah, the Jets team that loses to undefeated teams or the Jets teams that beat the Cowboys? Yeah. Yeah. So By that's, a lot. I don't know. And then we have the Ravens, and I don't think we're going to win that game. Loss. Yeah. Because we should have beat them at the beginning of the season, but we didn't because of Mason. So there you go. And yeah, I am blaming him getting injured on us losing. So that is <laughs> his fault. He can't even put on his helmet the right way, man. <laughs> okay, anyways. Let's not hit on Mason Rock here. That doesn't. Anyways. NFL. <laughs> yeah. When we come back, we're going to do a quick rundown of conference championships in college. Is it the big week? Nope. Big well, week it'll, be, it'll be quick, but. Yep. When we come back. All right, welcome back to the cycle, episode thirteen. Yep. As Simon reminded us at the beginning. Um, so we're gonna <laughs> take a 
A quick look. What was that? A quick look at this weekend coming up, college football. It is conference championship time. Yes, sir. Um, so we're just going to run through all of them real fast, give us predictions um, from everybody and the odds and what that means for college football playoff and final things. Anyways, our first one is the Sun Belt Conference. No one really cares, but um, we'll, we'll put it out there. <laughs> Appalachian State is playing Louisiana Lafayette. Ooh, um, Appalachian beat them earlier. This yeah, time. so App- so I mean it's, it, it's going to be a good game. Appalachian is ranked 25, 11 and one. Louisiana, 10 and two. And the odds, sorry, um, Appalachian State's supposed to win by a touchdown at six points. And this game, if you're wondering, is at 10 a.m. on Saturday. Predictions. It's uh, in Appalachian. Yeah, it? yeah. It's, they don't Wait, play. What? They play. Yeah, they play. They do not play at neutral site. Sunbelt plays at a uh, whoever wins, whoever has the highest, I would say, what, highest record. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's take, in, I'm taking Appalachian State. Yeah, I'm taking Appalachian. Because they already won in, I think they won by like two touchdowns or I something, can check, something check like that. Fast. Yeah, against it was. Louisiana, so. Yeah, they, um, they, let's see who they played back. It was, it was a while ago. It was back in October. They, only, they won by 10. It was 17 to 7. Ooh. Yeah. It'll okay. be a good game. It'll I'll still, yeah, yeah. The home field advantage, oh, especially yeah. in college, is a really big yeah. deal. No, that'll be a good game. It'll be better than, it'll be better than, than the experts. Anyway, so that's the Sun Belt. You heard it here, Appalachian, all of us. Um, we're going to go to, um, we're going to go to the Mountain West real fast. Ooh. You got the 9-4 Hawaii fighting Rainbow Warriors. Wait, Hawaii? Yeah, Hawaii yeah. is playing Boise State, oh. number 20, 11-1, the Mountain West Championship. This right. game is also on the 7th, Saturday, at 2 p.m. Okay. And Boise State is projected to win by 13. All right. Well, I'm picking Nevada, or not Nevada, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Nope, neither of those teams. I wanted Nevada to get in there because of, uh, you know, Malik Henry, but... That ended that way. Uh, sorry, not Hawaii. The other team, Boise State. Boise State. Easy. Quit, quit, yeah. watching, quit watching the Steelers highlights. Okay, no, this, it's is, fine. this is also played. This is also played not at neutral site. This is played at home. So it's, oh yeah, it's Boise well, State. definitely Boise. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. taking Boise State. Hawaii overachieved this season. I'm gonna take Hawaii in the upset. Okay, that that's possible. I wouldn't say okay. they overachieved this season because they have a really? dude at quarterback. Yeah. So, anyway. Okay. And we got that to Cole right. McDonald, right? I'm trying, I'm trying yeah. to, I'm yeah. trying to okay. gain games. We'll see. That, well, that's not gonna happen. So <laughs> Anyways, yeah, we'll see. Uh, we're gonna go to the American now. You have number 19, 10 and two Cincinnati. Oh, this is a good. Which number 18, 11 and one Memphis. Memphis just beat. They them. literally just played last week, so it's literally they're gonna play each other two weeks in a row yeah. at the same place. Like, they were both at Memphis. Yeah, literally no, literally no one's going anywhere. All the fans stayed. All the teams stayed. Everything stayed. Okay. I'm going to say Memphis goes back. So do I. I'll pick Cincinnati. Why not? Yeah. I think... This game, this game <laughs> must, I think it'll be really disappointing to lose twice in a row in the same place you've already played at. Like, I think that first game you got a lot of nerves out of the way. Now it's it's just time to play football. So I'll pick Cincinnati right here. Okay. Memphis is a really good squad too, though. Bro. Yeah. Memphis is favored yeah. by 10. And um, this okay. game is being played also on Saturday the 7th. At 1.30 on ABC. We have a lot of games to watch. I'm excited. We don't oh, have it, work for once on Saturday. Yes, all Saturday. Saturday. We're yeah. Because <laughs> our college football season is here over. at UNC is over. 
Um, Coach got fired too. Yeah. But anyways, that's that game. So we got Memphis, Memphis, and Cincinnati. I'll, that's that's gonna be a great one. It's gonna be a good one. Yeah, but I'm picking Cincinnati though. All right, we got Memphis. All right, okay. moving on. We're gonna go to the ACC championship, which is Cody's hysterically laughing because of the point difference. Yeah. Hey, bring yeah. it together. No, no, no. It, it, no, he he literally is hysterically laughing because Clemson is favored by thirty points, <laughs> and they're gonna probably win by thirty yeah. points. Clemson hey. is so twelve and zero. Number three, Clemson is playing nine and three, Virginia. Virginia had a good year. I they did. That. They beat Virginia yeah. Tech for the first time in 14 years. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, to make it to the ACC championship. But let's all be real. Clemson's going to destroy them. Yeah, if Virginia wins, then I'm going to... I'm not going to make that bet. <laughs> I'm not going to make do, that no, bet. No, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. If Virginia wins... <laughs> shoot. If Virginia wins, I'll, I'll ask out of somebody. Oh. That's as good as a half court Let's shot at Cavaliers. this point. It really, that's a full court Bad, shot. Or a full court shot. Virginia. Yep. Wait, wait, wait. It's not, it's a, is it at a neutral? Yeah, it's a neutral site. Okay. SEC's played in the Georgia Dome, I believe. Well, oh, sorry. Shoot, wait. Mercedes, Mercedes Benz now. Mercedes Benz? Yeah. Oh, Atlanta? Yeah. Oh, they're, okay, okay, okay. Superdome is, or Georgia Dome is not in Houston. It is the home of the Georgia State Panthers. Amazing. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it's, yeah, it's on. It's on there now. There as you go. As much as I want Virginia yeah. to win, I'm still thinking Clemson. Well, yeah. I'm yeah. Stupid. Yeah. yeah. Clemson I'm had a, a reach on one of my picks. Oh yeah. Clemson had a cupcake schedule. They definitely did, and so. they're gonna get smacked when they get in the playoff. Probably. Anyways, moving on. We're to the Big Ten Championship. Ooh. Oh, sorry. I forgot to inform our listeners. Um, Saturday. Sorry. The AC Championship played on ABC right after the. American at 5.30 Big 10. That's a really late game for a well, not a good game. But yeah, sorry, go big, on. So the Big 10 championship is at 6 p.m. on Fox okay. on Saturday. Um, obviously 12-0 Ohio State versus 10-2 Wisconsin. We just beat Minnesota for that. Um, Minnesota. Yeah. Can Ohio I State. In the chat yeah. for Minnesota? Ohio yeah. State is a 16 point. It's supposed to win by 16 points. My favorite. And obviously, I'm taking Ohio State. Yeah, I'm taking Ohio yeah, State. Not even close. <laughs> Ohio State might be the best team in the league in, in college football. <laughs> in college football. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're rolling. Uh, go sorry, go on. There's only one team that can play with them, and I still don't think they could beat them, and that's LSU. What do you think of the spread? Do you think 16 is? Yeah, I think it might. I think it should be higher. Yeah, it should be a little bit higher. I Maybe think, not a ton higher. I think. I think 21. How much? I yeah, guess. How much better do you think Wisconsin is than Michigan? A lot? I, I wouldn't say a opinion. lot. I wouldn't say a lot. I mean, what's, Ohio State smacked around Michigan last They're going to smack yeah. around Wisconsin. Too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But yeah. I still think Wisconsin, I think it, I think it's that Wisconsin will be a challenge. I don't know if it'll be a challenge. But I mean, it's, it's still a big team. More of a challenge than Michigan. Absolutely. And their home field advantage, to be honest. No, well, this is played in Indianapolis. No, I, I'm just saying, like... Oh, Wisconsin will be more of a challenge than playing in Michigan. Yeah. Because Michigan's uh, mediocre. We all saw it coming. Also, I'll admit my mistake. I definitely doubted Justin Fields. I don't think he's really played an awesome team yet. No, he didn't. What? Did not doubt. Yeah, did not doubt him. <laughs> yeah, but I, I did. I mean, like I said, I think he's still a talented guy. It definitely helps playing a lot of easy teams early on to build that confidence. So I'll give him that. I will admit... That I did doubt the coaching staff. I don't know. I don't know. 
Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's okay. We all doubted something. I didn't doubt Ohio State at all. It's just like, no Urban Meyer, <laughs> and then Ohio said, no problem. <laughs> yeah. Or my bad, the Ohio State. And yeah. they get fucked. All right, no, anyways, you got Ohio State? the Ohio State. But yeah, Ohio yeah, State. I got Ohio State, you got Ohio State. Yeah. Great, Buckeyes. okay, moving on then. Um, we're on to Cody's game. He's excited for this one. Uh, the Big 12 championship between 11 and 1 Baylor and 11 and 1 Oklahoma. Possibly, this game could possibly come down to the winner making it in the playoff. It really could. Depending on who wins this one. Um, it's a repeat of what we saw a few weeks ago where Baylor had the lead by, I think, what, 28 points. I was sweating going into halftime. <laughs> you were more than sweating. You were saying back. some things for sure. <laughs> and Oklahoma came back and won. I was not entirely pleased with Lincoln Riley at the time, but it's okay because we won that game. Yeah. So I think as much as like as much as we all know that Oklahoma's probably gonna win, I think it's still gonna be a better game than everyone thinks. I mean the last really? game was a really good game. Yeah. They came down to the wire. Mm -hmm. Um Oklahoma is favored by eight points. Really? Yeah. We'll touch down. Um okay. this game is at ten AM on ABC. Hey, uh, on so Saturday. Early, I went to sleep in, but I guess I can. Um, but anyways, yeah, let's do our picture real fast, Cody. I'm taking OU. I'm gonna take Jalen Hurts and OU as well. Not because of bias, but I just legitimately think yeah. that they're a better team than Baylor. And I would enjoy seeing them. I think they could make a push in the playoff. I think out of all the teams that could make it, I think they have the best chance. I think we'll, we would definitely do better than like Utah. I don't know. I watched Utah play. They started slow against Colorado, but man, did they turn it up. Anyways, like they have made George Kittle on that team. Oh, actually, I, I apologize. The uh, announcers said that he's a mini uh, Travis Kelsey on that team. Anyways, who do you got? Uh, I have Oklahoma and I have them blowing out Baylor. I think Baylor had their chance and they messed up. Jalen Hurts is going to come out here and try to make a point. Because yep. I think that's the only way you make the playoffs if you blow them out. Yep, I think Baylor will. Oh, sorry, sorry. I think Oklahoma beat Baylor. Yeah. So I, I kind of have Oklahoma up by at least 20. If it's not that, then it's not that. But Oklahoma's winning. Either That's way. how I thought the last game was going to go. But I'm not going to say that again because then the last game was really close, and I almost. Wasn't the last game in in uh, it was not in Baylor? Baylor. It was yeah, in, it was in it Baylor. Was in okay. Baylor. I still yeah. thought we were going to kill. Really? Uh, yeah, me too. Well, I mean, playing playing in you know most Texas uh, oh, home fields could play, be tough. Waco's not that much. Of, I mean, granted, it was Oklahoma, so there was a lot of people there, and it was college oh, yeah. game day, so yeah, there was yeah, a lot exactly. of people there. But in the long run, Waco's not the hardest. But I mean, in these circumstances, I feel like there's definitely hype there. Anyways, all but, right. But yeah, I, Oklahoma by a lot. We all got Oklahoma. Yeah. Which could possibly lead to them get, making it in the playoffs. For sure. That one has some implications. Can I get a boomer sooner out of Simon? Nope. <laughs> it's worth a try. Okay, we're gonna move on. We have two left. We're gonna move to the SEC Championship, which features 11-1 Georgia versus 12-0 LSU. This game is on CBS, two o'clock. What? That's so Can early. How come it's not at seven? Like seriously. Yes. I don't want to watch Clemson and Virginia at yeah. five. Our prime time games are Virginia and Clemson, Ohio State, and Wisconsin. Those are literally <laughs> That's, those the are worst. Those are the two worst power <laughs> five. Like, okay, I guess maybe the the Wisconsin Ohio State one kind of makes sense, but are you yeah. kidding? Georgia and Ellis, they are both in the top four. That's literally the one everyone cares about. It also has. Most implications, like Georgia needs exactly. to win to make it in. Yeah, and LSU. I mean, LSU will probably still make it in, but if they lose, that you don't want to be in that position. Not at all. 
Because then, big game. Uh, yeah, because then you start LSU splitting hairs. They might not even make it. Yeah. If LSC loses and like Utah were to win, they're over. Yeah. I think that might yeah. be it. Because then everyone has a one has one loss except for probably Clemson. But, and I know, and it's I all know, about conference. And that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is the the committee looks? They want conference championships in it. Conference champions in the playoffs. I think they would take. Haven't they put like a special emphasis on it this year? Yeah, I think they would oh, take. Yeah. I think they would take a oh, yeah. twelve and one. Pac-12 champion Utah over a 12 and one runner-up LSU. Yeah, and of the, the, that obviously goes for Georgia. Too. Well, Georgia well, has Georgia has to. Well, win. yeah, Georgia needs Georgia because if they don't, if they then they're don't, not going to make it. it. Yeah. Okay. Georgia, where are they going to? I'm picking LSU. I think Joe Burrow is. LSU. Yeah. Okay. I'll pick Georgia. I'm gonna believe in Jake Fromm until I die. It's not that's just how it's gonna be. I saw that like yeah. in three of his last four games, his completion percentage was under like fifty percent. Tough for me to yeah. also that's horrible. Also, also you gotta look at the fact that um, DeAndre Swift got injured. What? This week. With what? He, he he got he didn't play the rest of the game. He went out. I don't remember what it was, but he got hurt. Okay, I'm still picking Georgia. Cody's gonna look it up. Okay. Go for it. Here, here's why I'm picking Georgia. Like I said, I believe in Jake Fromm. Yeah, his stats haven't looked good, but he's a natural leader. He's someone who could get this team going. And I believe in that, even if they don't have as much talent as an LSU or right. haven't been on a hot streak. Cody has Kirby Smart said that Swift might play. Okay, here we go. If but not, it's, it's hopeful. So he's, so he's questionable, right? Yeah, he's but if not. Okay, Smart said on Sunday that he expects DeAndre to be fine. Okay. All right. But if not, Georgia, they always recruit five-star running backs anyways. So, you know, they probably have like three first-rounders behind DeAndre Swift waiting. Yeah. I just think that that. that Joe Burrow has something to prove. Yeah. Coming from Ohio State, I think he wants to meet Ohio State in that championship and beat him. So I just don't think there's any way that he loses. No. On the same article that's talking about um, Swift and his injury... And noted that last year down the stretch, he fumbled more, just potentially due to workload. DeAndre Swift last year? Yeah. That's fair. I mean, he was a younger and kid. And so, you know, maybe it's a good thing if Swift doesn't play. They're fresh legs. Yeah. All right, I will leave you on this one for the SEC Championship. LSU is favored by seven and a half points. That seems pretty high. I think That's so seven and a half. Wait, high? I, what yeah. do you mean? I think this game is going to be decided by three or four. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like a field goal or, you know, just under yeah. Okay. Well, LSU's defense that isn't talked about with Joe Burrow's performance. Because well, LSU's defense is good. They, we've legit. all known they've been good, though. Like, since the beginning of the year, like, they've had, like, three or four guys who were in, like, the top ten of all these mock drafts. Well, so. I just mean we haven't been talking about it. Oh. As much because of Joe Burrow. Well, that's fair. But yeah. I can see LSU stopping... If it came down to Fromm for the LSU defense on the final drive, I, I feel LSU like the defense. LSU defense yeah. is going to win that one. Okay. Well, All right. I'll bet on Jake Fromm, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. All right. Steelers straight up to draft Jake Fromm. You might not even have to if he loses this. So either way, I win. <laughs> oh. Oh, wow. Either okay, way, anyways, I win. We're going to go to so our last one here. We say this one for last because it has probably the biggest implications on the playoff. Would you agree? Absolutely. Um, yeah, you know. This is the Pac-12 championship with 11-1 Utah versus 10-2 Oregon. Utah is the door. In. They are. Yeah. They, they literally have it right there. All they have to do is win this game and they're in. Now. You know what? 
This game is being played on Friday, the 6th. Oh, wait, really? Yeah. At 6 p.m. on right. ABC. Well, we gotta watch that one. We'll be watching it for sure. Okay. We'll be watching on this dinosaur TV <laughs> in the living room. It's a fat back for y'all who <laughs> don't know what that is. Maybe, wait, I, I think y'all know what that is, but it's basically a TV with a really fat back. Yeah, it's an old TV, we'll yeah. say that. Not it's, a flat screen. If there's any generous fans out there that have a flat screen that's like 30 inches and they don't use it anymore, the cycle will take it so that we could better analyze and talk sports for you. We won't mention the fact that we have three other plasma screens in the apartment, <laughs> but there's some well, there goes that argument. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, but anyways, Utah is favored by a touchdown, six points. Really? And I think Utah's gonna get it done. Yeah, uh, I've never liked Justin Herbert, so yeah, Utah's big. So <laughs> I think love this Utah, fact, yeah. real fast. On a tangent, I look at a mock draft this morning, guess they had Denver take Justin Herbert. <laughs> fun with that. It's basically Drew Locke, but with less of an arm. <laughs> so there you go, and yeah. he could run a little bit faster. But then I, just, then I just sat there and I was like, well, what's new? But anyways, <laughs> I think Utah gets this done. Justin Herbert's a, a fine college yeah, he's not gonna be a good quarterback. Oh, anyway, that's not just. Okay, I'm talking about Drew Lock. Oh, oh, okay, sorry. Come on. Yeah, Corlin signed. All right. Anyways, I think I'm. I think Utah's gonna win. See, no, I'm a I'm a hopeful fan. I'm an OU fan. No, that you would just want. Okay. Okay. Bias aside, who's gonna win this football game? Bias aside, Utah's gonna win this game. They're literally so much better than Oregon. Like, literally every way. Like, there's no way that Oregon should win this. Okay, I did then. Justin Justin Herbert may show out, though. Because maybe it's a, the only way you're going to beat Utah is to outscore them to the air. But it's going to be hard because I feel like Utah, you know, they can run the ball really well. Okay. And they can control the clock, which mm-hmm. doesn't factor into Oregon's style of play at all. Well. Yeah, so, I want to say, though, that Tyler Huntley... Quarterback for Utah has turned it on these last four four weeks, yeah. and so I think I think he's better than Justin Herbert right now. Yeah, um, which is why I'm going to give to give it to Utah. Um, and also Utah has been that underdog dark horse the whole way. Like no one expected them to make it in the playoff. If you asked me at the beginning of the year if they were going to be a top ten team, or I might have even. Talked about this. We with, did talk about it. Yeah. Because I, I no. remember I remember some of the analysts said that, that this Utah team could be a dark horse team to get in, and we all read them up. Oh yeah. Up. We all said, no, there's no way that Utah makes it in over Oregon. Yeah, we didn't record it, but no, we, we did. literally wait. No, yeah. No, we were happened. watching Utah versus BYU and we had that conversation. I think we talked about it on, on the we podcast. T- we talked oh, about it a we? little bit in the early we talked in the early episodes. stages because oh. we said who are our dark horses and I said TCU with bad. That's okay. I said Texas. Yeah. So, but but I did throw the fact that I did throw the fact that Utah was in the conversation. Yeah. But we all we all read them off because it was like there's no way that Utah's gonna make it over Oregon. Here they are. See, I doubt Oregon. I doubt Justin Herbert specifically because you saw him struggle against that Auburn defense. Granted, it was the beginning of the season. Then you see uh, Alabama's backup like light them up, and I don't know. I feel like that's I know I know Alabama has some fantastic receivers, but uh, I I just 
I don't know. I just don't like Justin Herbert as a quarterback, like at all. For me, the reason I'm from I don't Utah, know. I mean, he's still throwing 31 touchdowns. Yeah, that's okay. I think, I think it's less, from why I'm picking Utah, it's less that Justin Herbert isn't that guy. I think Justin Herbert's good. I think it's okay. more the fact that Utah is riding this thing and they're riding it all the way. I, oh, yeah. I think this game comes down to Justin Herbert's arm. Because I think, like, if I don't Justin know. Herbert plays lights out, Oregon will win this game. Okay. That's well, yeah. Obviously, that's fair. I just I think Justin Herbert, when it comes down to it, he'll be very passive, and the team will reflect his team. Oregon will reflect that, and I mean Utah's already coming in here knowing the stakes. Well, yeah. So they're gonna want it. So I think they're gonna want it more than yeah, Justin Herbert. Uh, they've always been happened. There. Yeah, they've always been like in that mix. It's yeah. always come down to the last couple games, and it just. Yeah, CU is always. It didn't. Yeah. Okay, but I watched the game. I will say that. I will say it right now. Utah needs to get. <coughs> I will say it right now. Utah needs to get up to a good start. I watched the game against Colorado, and they looked bad in the first quarter. They had way too many mistakes. I think they had like three fumbles. They didn't. They only had one fumble, but it seemed like three. They had too many penalties. And they just couldn't get going. Like they need. They need to come out fast. See, they can afford yeah. a start like that against a team like CU. Yeah. If, Oregon. if Oregon jumps out to a 14 or 21 lead, they'll probably if win. So that's what I said. If the first quarter goes as it did against CU, which was just a few days ago, Oregon, <laughs> Oregon will be up by 21. It'll be 21 to 0, and it'll be over by that that's point. Yeah. Okay. So we'll see. Yeah, but I'm still picking Utah. That's going to be a good game. It's going to be fun. Yeah. I hope Justin Friday. Herbert proves me wrong. Choosing Oregon because I'm biased and I need it. <laughs> Wait, are you actually choosing Oregon? Yes. yes. He's choosing Oregon. Oh. I, you, I will be rooting for Oregon. I will be rooting for you. Yeah, the toss. Go Utes. Utes? All right, anyways, that's the end of this episode of The Cycle. Make sure to follow us on social media. Next week, we'll be coming out with more, uh, you know, content as usual. This is Simon Villanos. I'm Jesse Boone. Cody Stoffer. And uh, we'll catch y'all later.